what is going on thank you so much for clicking on this podcast and let's go straight into this episode so as we all know or as you know that kobe bryant has passed away and it's already been about a week or so i don't really recall when the date was when he when he passed away but it is super sad it's it's super crazy when i found out because i was in the i was in a i wasn't like crazy crazy shocked but i was still in the like wow like it's like it kind of doesn't feel like like um you know it's real because of kobe bryant who he is Kobe Bryant, his legacy that he has left behind and uh, you know just the nba like him being able to do what he did he's super duper talented in the sport of basketball and what happened with him as well as the rest of the passengers you know one of them including his daughter and it's it's super sad it's super tragic it's 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 a real scenario a real life scenario of like freak accidents happening and them going extremely wrong and it's just it's a it's a very very sad moment of course and i know this podcast is or at least i guess you would say is is quote-unquote a bit late on on when people or media you start seeing a lot and obviously you're seeing this about a week later from his passing or so maybe a little bit less than that but i really did want to do one in regards to kobe kobe bryant and it's just crazy for me also because you know i grew up i grew up as a kid everyone saying kobe you know people shooting these little these little paper balls they're shooting them into trash cans saying Kobe and it's never somebody else or maybe you know someone would I remember people would even say because you hear Kobe so much that people would say other things like you know um like LeBron James or something like that but it just wouldn't work or people would try to you know people would call them out and it was it was in the in those kind of scenarios (laughs) but like I just remember you know I'll be like Kobe you know shooting one throwing it in and making it not making it and the legacy that Kobe has left behind is super crazy. It's super impactful. I mean, you can you can see uh, and the people. I'm sure some of your your relatives even kind of felt that pain and the loss from from Kobe Bryant's passing. Like it's super super crazy on on how you don't even know anybody or you don't know. You may not know that person, but well, what they did can impact you in a crazy way, and you know, and you could have never met that person in your life. And that's really, I think that's super like like crazy but it's 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 crazy in the sense of of a um of a bond that was there that wasn't even that didn't even create itself without you meeting that person it created itself due from what that person did in the nba or you know what or whatever the case might be but in the scenario of course the nba and uh rest in peace kobe bryant I am going to take a sip of water to that. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's it's just really sad and that made me even think more of uh you know with Juice World's passing if you don't know who that is, it's a a rap artist, Juice World, XXX Tentacion, Lil Peeps, Mac Miller, those artists who passed away. And I know there's there's many more in the lines of that that you know, have have that have passed away and who have, who were on their way to a legacy such as 
no, I wouldn't say as Kobe Bryant, but I mean a, just a legacy in general on what an actual legacy means. And I think Kobe Bryant's passing 100% did that. And sometimes it could be, I mean, to someone else, you know, Juice World or just in someone in their favorite artist, you know, dying, even if they're not that big in the media world or, you know, everywhere, uh, they can, it could have still 100% had a big impact on that person. And it's still crazy, you know, you still have that bond with someone, you still have that that feeling towards someone of, of, you know, just love and sadness, even though you never met that person. I think, you know, going back to, to that with Kobe Bryant, it's just, it's super crazy, but it's also like, it's also great because it's a, it's a feeling of, of love and love is never a bad thing. I think, I believe people get love mis mistaken with, with everything else. People say love is, is, is not good, but honestly, love is, I, I mean, at least from, from one man's perspective, love is, love is heartwarming, love is warm, it's so, like, compassionate, just, just what love is, and I think people mistaken that with, when they're in a relationship and they, quote unquote, I mean, you know, when they love someone, that they mistaken the love for, for, you know, uh, pain, depression, you know, anxiety, like whatever, the, whatever it is, but it's, it's that they, they confuse it and they think that, you know, with regret as well, that, that they confuse it with, with love, but love is honestly a pure thing. It's a hundred percent pure because when you feel it, it's, it's like a, an, uh, unst- unmistakable thing where you know a hundred percent like with family and relatives like that like if you think about your mom or brothers i don't know who you're super close with in your life but you just already know 100% that you have love in your heart for them and it's just like that but that's kind of like the point that i'm trying to get out it's crazy i mean death is literally across the corner it's on right on the other side and i i i was actually thinking about this about a, about a, about yesterday I, and I was just in my own head and I was just thinking, you know, random thoughts, just as we as humans usually do. But I was thinking like, literally in a second, someone you love or any loved one can actually be gone. And just like that, literally just like that, someone could just be gone like that. And if you, I, in my head, I kind of have this like imaginary situation where if you picture, a, let's just picture a wall. And in, and in the left side of that wall is life and the other side of that is death. And where you are as a human being is straight in the center of that wall. And, or I guess, I'm sorry, you're on the left side of that wall of, of living and literally in a second of your life, you can easily be on that other side of the wall where that's death and that's where wherever happens to your soul whatever whatever happens in that situation um happens but or you believe happens it might happen i I really don't know but that's just my kind of point how it's it's just right on the other side death is right on the other side and it's it's a really weird scenario when you start thinking of that and you kind of it kind of humbles you as well at least for me it's it's been it's been humbling because I always try to remind myself that I'm grateful for what I have, for who I am, for for just having family who are still alive to this day, for not waking up to a message or anything like that about a uh, you know someone who in my life 
is like passed away or something just out of nowhere like i don't ever i don't want to see that but i I also understand that it is a possibility in the real life world and as you grow older is what i've been realizing that a lot more things start becoming realistic a lot more things start becoming realistic and it's it's a matter of just kind of engaging it and pushing through that as well and embracing the, the the realism because if you don't then i at least from from what I have experienced, that when you don't try to embrace that, that you kind of fall into a world of illusion, and you start believing that that you know you're gonna be here forever, and you're really not. You're gonna be here for the time being that you are going to be here for, and when you're not here, you won't be here, and that's kind of just the the end of it. These situations, but I also hope. I also hope that I'm not putting, you know, giving you too much of a negative idea because, of course, you have to have that negative, um, um, that negative idea. Like, of course, it's it's there, it's real, and it's something you can't necessarily avoid. I mean, you can do as much as you want to kind of block it out of your head, but I'm just saying that it's it's real and death is around the corner. But it's also like like I said again, it's also something that humbles me, and it's not such a bad thing. Honestly, it's like, wow, I know that, you know, tomorrow I can die today, even maybe in the next couple hours, like I can, you know, anything could literally happen, anything can happen. So with, with having anything in, anything can happen in my head, that's, that's like, oh, wow, I'm grateful to be alive right now then grateful to be in my situation. I know people have it worse and it's just like that. It's always, it's always those scenarios. And even now, as I say that, I always mean them. So from, you know, when I say this on the podcast and I'm grateful, like I hundred percent mean them because it's true. Like if if I me not saying that would just make me feel like I'm like I'm I wouldn't be you know, uh, I wouldn't be in the same mindset that I am now and uh, in the mindset that I have been lately is just I've been super humble I've been I've been doing a lot better than before which I'm really glad and I'm curious on how many of you kind of deal with your situations on on death or what your your perspective on it is. I always ask myself whether or not I actually question, or not that question, but that I, I, I think that, I'm sorry, I kind of had a message, so I have to, I was just kind of looking at it for a, a brief second. Um, I forgot one more, I forgot that train of thought, stupid message. Don't you guys hate that when you just kind of get a message and literally out of nowhere, you just kind of forget about the idea. So annoying. Uh, I'm, I'm annoyed now because I did forget completely what I was talking about. Um, death? I'm trying to think of these thoughts. What do you guys think about... What what do you guys have any specific method to be able to get your thoughts rolling again? I, I what I try to do every once in a while is I try to change whenever I forget a thought, I try not to focus too hard on it because I feel like that won't necessarily help. It'll just kind of put a lot more confusion into my head, thinking about multiple, multiple thoughts which aren't the right ones. So I what I do is usually forget about the thought and wait for it to come back to me in the future. And it usually does. It is, you know, I don't I never really keep count or anything, but I usually I usually do end up remembering after a while. So I'm gonna see. We'll see, hopefully, if I can remember what it is that I was saying. With with the 
with the idea of death, let's go back to kind of to recap on death and how I oh that's what it was on the on the idea of death being more like do I fear it? Do I not fear it? Do I think of, I mean I do of course I think about it often, but it's never in the sense of fear. It's always in in a in a grateful sense. So I'm glad for that, but I I don't know. I feel like people like to hear other people's opinions on how they feel about death because it find it brings someone comfort to know that maybe they're not alone in the fear of dying. And yes, of course, I I do. It's like you know I don't I don't want to die, and I I hope I don't I don't pass away in you know anytime soon. But uh, do I do I fear death? I I fear I fear not knowing what's on the other side. I I so every once in a while I think about ideas on like you know maybe this you know I don't know how would I how would, how would, how am I going to pass away? Is it going to be in my sleep? You know these these those kind of situations like every once in a while when it come when I think about death is what I'm saying not all like just I don't know where how am I gonna die, but like when if I think about death like then these these thoughts start coming to mind. And I, 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 I mean, again, I, I don't really focus too much on that because focusing too much on that, I feel will slow me down in my productivity and with everything I'm doing. And that would probably put me in a less stable mindset, which I would not want to put myself in. So I think not necessarily thinking about that, but kind of okay every once in a while saying, you know, yeah, of course, of course, you know, I'm scared of dying i'm scared of having to put my family through that i don't know how they would how they're gonna be able to handle you know things like that so i really i mean i I don't i don't think about it too often but if if it's the case and yeah you know of course i really i really don't know what what the fuck's am i what's what's gonna happen after i mean i have a, a lot of different ideas i have a lot of different uh beliefs belief systems so i mean i really i really I mean, it's iffy, but it's more on being, you know, okay, I'm here alive and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful to be able to be here and be able to be a human, being able to talk to to people on the podcast, having other people listen, which is always super awesome. I'm super glad. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, what your, your, your perspective would be on that. It's, that's kind of, that's just, that's just mine from again one man's perspective that's just really how i how kind of how i've been seeing it i have this book in my hand called the science of self-realization i have not gotten to it yet my girl actually she skims through every once in a while it's on my desk here and you know she found an interest to it so i was like oh okay and i actually picked this book up i talked about it in a in a previous podcast but i picked up this book from a guy who was at the mall and he came up to me and uh me and my sister my little brother and he gave it to me uh, gave it to me for free and i was like oh okay you know he was a super generous guy so i was like okay and i seen the book and he asked me there was he had multiple actually he had about three books and he asked me which one i'd prefer and i know here the science of self-realization and it's I haven't got I haven't even um, read any any of it. I have read the back of it and the front as well as the 
Uh, oh no, I think that's it. That's all I've read from it. I have not got into this book yet because I am still on the curiosity muscle. I am with my, my intake on books. I like to take my time with them. Uh, I've, I haven't been reading books very long, but this book, The Curiosity Muscle, it hasn't, it's been, it's showing me that I am able to read a book as well as me wanting to accomplish a goal on reading my first ever book on my own. So I am still on The Curiosity Muscle, which is a great book, by the way. It mentions a lot of situations um, regarding businesses not being able to sustain their you know their their success and where they are at and once they get to there how do they consistently keep their curiosity muscle and it's really um uh, uh, an equation of four simple questions that you're able to never lose your curiosity and with business with your customers and that's a big factor you know blockbuster blockbuster they they went through a scenario just like that i mean they had over forty thousand employees two thousand stores located in the u.s i believe it was and you know they that business of course ended up going down and it's crazy because netflix netflix reached out to blockbuster believe it or not netflix reached out to blockbuster and blockbuster just wasn't in it they weren't they weren't okay they didn't want anything to do with netflix they weren't okay with adapting and it's it's due to them being okay with where they were at and believing that a lot they weren't focusing in enough on the macro situations while netflix was netflix was so focusing on a much more convenient way for people to watch movies instead of having to go out and you know purchase one and you can be right there at home and then get all the movies for free for a couple bucks and they already are going to say a couple bucks i say it's about 14 dollars now or maybe a little less i don't really recall so yes um, blockbuster did end up declining it and due to those kind of results that they ended up choosing they it, it, it caused a massive decline in their business and that's why they are not here where they are now and i'm not saying it's because of netflix but i'm saying it's because they weren't willing to adapt they weren't willing to focus on a lot of macro situations or to focus on big micro situations where they're you know maybe they're doing like price cuts and things like that and people don't realize in business that usually price is never the problem people will pay good money people will pay money as long as it's worth it whatever price you give them they will pay for it as long as it's worth it as long as it gets their money's worth they don't they don't they won't necessarily care for for how much it is i mean yeah every once in a while some people will be like that but i mean uh with with results in business then they don't really care as long as they're getting their money's worth so yeah super freaking blockbuster i remember going there as a child every once in a while with my brother and and they had the store where the movies and they had one section with like all the games it was super cool but i also remember they had like a like a a rental fee or something i don't know it was some sort of fee that they had and i'm i'm sure the book mentions it that customers probably uh uh, that customers didn't really like that and yeah i mean blockbuster it's it's crazy with with that that situation it's really crazy with that situation people would that it, it's crazy that it's real now that i think about it i'm like wow like the, the how big it was like anything can be that big and and you know you losing uh, the business losing its curiosity muscle like damn just imagine that your business is your business is running through some crazy crazy numbers and then all of a sudden it starts plummeting down due to your business losing curiosity 
you not being curious enough in what your customer actually wants and thinking that you know what the customer wants is never a good idea never ever think that you know what your consumer is going to want because doing that means that well humans humans are very humans are very unpredictable you know we we as humans are just that unpredictable and you thinking that you know what the consumer is going to want is just is fiction and you can try it for a while and it might work for the first time or something like that but you keep going on that and the results in the long term will 100% uh, won't work sorry about that my dog's right here but yes the results 100% won't work what, what, what are you guys' intake or what is, what is your intake you the listener what, are you, what is your intake on the blockbuster situation isn't it super crazy do you remember as a child maybe you're, maybe maybe you're a teenager listening to this did you ever have a um time where you went there i'm not sure how old you are but it's just any scenarios like think about it like damn but it's crazy when you think about how it kind of just plummeted it's it, i mean it happens it's crazy the business is real and and bad shit can happen all it take and there's a quote on top of the book that says this fun business fable shows how the institutionalized curiosity and avoid organizational blind spots mm-hmm. blind spots and businesses that can be a, a a big factor a blind spot a blind spot is something that you just have you just have no i wouldn't i wouldn't say that you have no idea of what it is but it's more of that it's there you know it's there but you don't know the damage that it's actually doing i believe that's that's more in the relation to what a blind spot actually is and to to always to always be aware that's why ma- if people don't focus enough on macro situations uh, it's 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 a, i think it's a balance it's being able to focus on both it's not uh, don't ever try to focusing on price too much. I don't know what situation a business is going through, but I, I just believe don't try focusing on price too much. I mean, yes, give give your consumer a respectable price, but it's never usually the problem. But yes, I believe I am gonna end this podcast now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you if you are if you want to be on the podcast, please contact me, and we can get it going that same day or that same week. And it just all depends on on the schedule timing. But yes, so I am going to have a few changes you are going to see coming up with the Alpha podcast. I, I will not be saying them, but I will be having a few changes with this podcast. And I'm hoping that um, that you guys are kind of able to, to understand the changes that I will end up be end up doing but thank you so much for listening to this podcast and stay tuned for the next one thank you so much and until next time yes so uh be careful with if you're running a business and you're listening to this make sure you never lose your curiosity with what the consumer wants and to make sure that it's that it's always something that can benefit them as well as your business too